the Las Vegas Raiders and the New Orleans Saints had high expectations coming into 2022 that they haven't necessarily been able to live up to so far. So which team is going to get it right this weekend? We got all of that and a little bit of land yet for you on this crossover Thursday episode of Locked on Raiders and Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome into this crossover Thursday edition Locked On Raiders, Locked On Saints, your daily one stop shop for everything that you need Las Vegas Raiders, New Orleans Saints. We got you covered here as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day don't forget we're free and available on all podcast apps and on youtube here at locked on raiders and locked on saints and we are your host today your boy q from over at the locked on raiders podcast myself ross jackson from the locked on saints podcast we're grateful to be here with you and we thank you very much for making locked on raiders and locked on saints your first listen of the day every day today's crossover thursday episode is presented by our friends over at prize picks Prize picks is so much fun and it's super easy to play because you're not competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections that are available. It's super simple. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you get that right. And all of a sudden, you can get back up to 10 times your entry for less than 60 seconds to get that entry in. Q just submitted his while I was doing this read. <laughs> He's already submitted. He's ready to take home some money. You can be too, because we love prize picks. We know that you will too. Uh, first time uh, users and uh, first time users can get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 by using the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Q, it is an absolute pleasure to be here with you on this crossover Thursday. New Orleans Saints 2 and 5 will be hosting the Las Vegas Raiders 2 and 5 here in New Orleans. Let's get to the biggest stories between these teams. Then we'll get to key matchups, predictions, things like that. But what's the biggest story for the Las Vegas Raiders coming into this matchup? Well, you know, it's it's crazy. They just came off the, the bye week and they had the Houston Texans at home and they were able to pick up the victories. So actually, they're two and four on the season. They've only played oh, two and four. My bad. My bad. They no, you're five. good. You're good. Hey, look, it's all the same. Two wins, right? It's not <laughs> enough. And that's it. That's the biggest storyline right there. It's the yeah. storyline when it comes to the Raiders. They went out, made the move for Devontae Adams. You knew that they were going to have a three headed monster. Adams, Waller, Hunter Renfro. They were going to have Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr was going to be able to throw it around the yard. He's teaming up with his college teammate. I mean, everything sounded great. It was like a fairy tale, right? <laughs> Until it wasn't. And so, so far, they've gotten off to a slow start. They haven't been able to click as quickly as everyone thought that they were going to. Haven't been able to gel in this Josh McDaniels-led offense. And so it's a lot of questions like, wait a minute, is this going to work or not? Is this going to be a team that's going to go to the playoffs like they did a year ago? Or is this a team that's going to be talking about their draft in, in a little while, right? So uh, the Raiders right now, with their storylines, they're trying to save their season. They had to come out of the bye and get the victory over the Texans. They did. And this is no disrespect to the Saints. There's no disrespect to the Texans. No disrespect to the Jaguars or the Colts. All the teams that they've they got in this little stretch. This is the part of their schedule where everyone said it's a little lighter. It's a little, mm -hmm. it's, it's a little, you know, a little easier to navigate. Again, that's no disrespect to any of those teams because, man, it's hard to win in the NFL. And we know that. Right. But just looking at the records, you say, okay, if you're going to go on a run, this is when it's going to be. So they did the first leg. Can they do the second leg this week against the Saints? Can they do the third leg against the Jaguars and follow that up with the Colts? 
I mean, only time's going to tell. But really, it's the storyline is trying to get back into the season, not letting 2022 be a waste with all the talent that they have. Don't go talking about the draft in November. You got to continue to fight. You got to win some games and get back into the thick of things. In the AFC West, that Ross is not really the juggernaut that we thought it was going to be right. going into the regular season. So really, that's got to be the biggest storylines as far as the Raiders are concerned. When you look at the Saints, they're 2-5 and five under head coach Dennis Allen taking over for Sean Payton. What's his storylines looking like? I mean, geez, I I, I kind of just want to take exactly what you said and just say <laughs> it right back at you, right? Like the Saints have Michael Thomas. They got Jarvis Landry. They got Chris right. Olave. They had this three-headed monster. They got Alvin Kamara. It was all a fairy tale until it wasn't. Like, it feels the exact same. Honestly, like everything that you said, I think a lot of Saints fans were listening to you going, is he talking about the Saints or the Raiders? Right. Because well, yep. it was, it, you know, it was high expectations coming into the season for this team, just like there was for the Raiders. Uh, a lot of talent on the roster, just like there is for the Raiders. And now all of a sudden, we're here in week eight, kind of going, is the season about to be over already? Right. Like, are they going to drop to two and six and at less than a 3% chance to make the playoffs at that point? And are we going to start talking about the draft in November? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it it's really, I mean, these two teams seem to be in really, really similar places. But I think the the other big thing here for New Orleans is Dennis Allen coming out on Wednesday and basically saying, hey, Andy Dalton's the starter until further notice Right at this point. Jameis Winston reportedly healthy. He practiced in full. We saw him at practice on Wednesday. Uh, the injury report came out later in the afternoon. He practiced in full. They're saying Jameis is healthy, but that they're still moving forward with Andy Dalton on what they're calling a quote-unquote offensive decision, not an offensive decision, <laughs> an offensive decision uh, around you know how well the, the Saints offense has operated with Andy Dalton at the helm, right? right. They've you know, moved from like 24th in terms of passing touchdowns to eighth in passing touchdowns. Like they've taken a little bit of a step forward there. They feel really good about where that is. Now, I did I did my episode of Locked on Saints, uh, my early Thursday episode, kind of breaking down why I I like I see where the Saints are coming from. I don't necessarily agree with it. Uh but I understand. You know, so like that was the whole route with it. See, I do, I do. I, I was gonna find a way to get it in. I showed right. it to you right before the show. I was like, we're gonna find a way. Okay. Um but I mean, man, like that's that's kind of the biggest thing right now. So the Saints are looking to try to figure out if they've already hit their floor, which would I guess be that Arizona performance with the three interceptions, the two pick sixes, Thursday night football, right. all that stuff, and then hopefully be able to build up from that. So I, I mean, it, that's got to be the other big thing because I don't think that anyone really expected that they would turn to Andy Dalton here in week eight. No, I, I was surprised when I saw that news because I was just asking head coach Joshua Daniels on Wednesday at practice. Uh, you know, I was like, hey, how do you pre prepare for a team where you don't know a quarterback's going to play? And it's so funny because he corrected me and he said, hey, it's not two quarterbacks. It's actually three. They have three to prepare right. for. So you can't uh, forget about Taysom Hill. And I, you know, that was my bad. I said, no, you're right about that. But it's funny. As soon as that press conference was over a little while longer, it was like, hey, Dennis Allen said that Andy Dalton's the quarterback. And I was like, well, damn. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, guess I was surprised that he like let the cat out of the bag on a Wednesday. That's usually like a Friday drop. Right. Yeah, that was you know surprising I mean? to me. So I was I was kind of shocked by that. Uh, let me ask you this, though. I mean, it was, we're talking about storylines and I don't think it's a big deal. And I don't really think you need a lot of motivation to play in the NFL and try to win a game. But mm -hmm. I mean, this is, you know, the old Raiders head coach. This is the current yep. Saints head coach, Dennis Allen. I know the Raiders have faced him as a defensive coordinator before, but never as a head coach. Could this little side storyline be the Dennis Allen Bowl? It, oh, it 100% can. I mean, Alvin Camaro, uh, we talked to him in the locker room. He kind of brought it up saying that they were going to go out there. And uh, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to say 
uh, uh, kick the Raiders butts. Uh, that ain't what he said, but you know what he said. Yeah, keep it uh, <laughs> family friendly. <laughs> he said, we're going to go out there and kick their butts and make Dennis Allen feel good is kind of right. the way that he said it. So, you know, look, there's some bulletin board material for you there in terms right. of, you know, if you're the Raiders team looking at that, but Alvin Kamara sees it. And I'm sure that this is something too that this team sees. I mean, you and I, we broke it down uh, at Super Bowl Radio Row when right. the Saints made the decision to make, uh, to appoint uh, Dennis Allen, that head coach, and what that eight and twenty-eight tenure in 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 uh, Oakland at the time yep. was, and you and I both sort of had higher hopes for Dennis Allen with this team, with this roster, and all that, but it just hasn't come to fruition. But this could that could be the motivating factor behind the you know the the finally getting the the get right game that right. has evaded the New Orleans Saints for so long. But it's be no tall, no easy task. No, no easy. Task. No, not at all. Never that. <laughs> Coming up next, Q and I are going to break down the key matchups that you need to be watching, ones that could decide this game. And I'll tell you what, it's a lot about that Las Vegas Raiders offense, this New Orleans Saints defense that's looking to catch its stride. Before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, uh, Bird Dogs. Now listen, Q and I both have Bird Dogs. We love us some Bird Dogs. Are these not just the most comfortable pants you've ever worn? And you're like, you got the sweatpants or the joggers? I got both. I got you both. Because <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a comfortable dude. Like, I like. Right, the, all right. I'm at that age now where it's not necessarily, you know, what all the kids are wearing, but this is not only what the kids are wearing, but it's also comfortable. So it's like a double win for me. There you go. You get the dub for sure. You get a double dub right there. I love them. I got the joggers. I have the shorts. I'm a six inch inseam guy. I like my hoochie daddies. So, I, you know, I've been enjoying all that in the warm weather out here in New Orleans. But these are awesome, super comfortable. It's like having that cute little, like, Charmin bear just rubbing up against you all the time. You know, it's comfortable. And uh, I absolutely love these. You can wear them out on the golf course. You can wear them out for a run. They're super versatile. It's awesome. So if you want to check them out, go to birddogs.com. Use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. They're going to throw in a free Bird Dogs rope hat for you as well. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it at the bottom of the page. That's birddogs.com, promo code locked on, and boom, a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs, most comfortable shorts, pants, sweatpants with built-in liners. You will not take these off. We can promise you that. And you know, if you do find that little Charmin bear or someone that you consider your Charmin bear that you've had for a very long time, maybe you're getting to that time where you feel like you need to pop the question. Or maybe it's not that. Maybe you just need to have a milestone celebration. You want to let that love sparkle. Well, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. And fellas, if you know, and I know you know, Ross, it is not easy (laughs) to find that perfect engagement ring. There's a lot of pressure that goes into that. If you get it wrong, that's your first strike before you ever even get up to bat. Think about that. (laughs) Good luck. Blue Nile's best jewelers will help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a, a special milestone? And you're having trouble choosing? No worries. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. You can reach them by phone, by chat, whatever the case may be. They got you. And most importantly, they got the memorable gift at every single budget. Shop stress-free with Blue, Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. Plus, they offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Right now, make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com. Use that code Locked On. You're going to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's Blue Nile, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Promo code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, 
promo code locked on. All right, everybody, continuing on with this crossover Thursday episode. Who are the matchups between the New Orleans Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders that can win or lose this game for their teams? We're going to break that down for you. We appreciate you so much. Make it locked on Raiders, locked on Saints, your first listen of the day. For your second listen today, make sure you go and check out our boy Peter Bukowski over at Locked on Sports today from the games that matter to the biggest stories and biggest moments across sports. Go beyond the scoreboard. Get behind the scenes with the local experts and insight that only Locked On can bring you Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, wherever you're listening, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Q, let's break down the matchups here. If you could think about a matchup between the New Orleans Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders that could decide this game, what's the matchup that you're watching for on Sunday? Man, you know what? I've gone over this one in my mind so many times and thought about this, that, and the other, and I can't mm-hmm. finally came to a decision just based off what I've seen the last three games from the Raiders, and that's the heavy dose of Josh Jacobs, the way he's been able to run the rock, over 140-plus yards each and every three games. They've won two out of three of them. They lost to Kansas City, but only by one point on Monday Night Football. So, I mean, he's really been the engine that makes the Raiders' offense go. And I know a lot of people will say, well, what about Devontae Adams? What about Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro? Look, man, Josh Jacobs is the one that makes everything go. So uh, for the longest, I thought that the Raiders were searching for their identity, didn't know what it was going to be in this Josh McDaniels-led offense. I firmly believe that their identity is run the rock, run the rock, run the rock, mm-hmm. and make someone stop you, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if everyone in the building knows what you're going to do if they can't stop you. So I think that that's what the biggest key is going to be, how the Raiders can continue to do what they do well, which is run the ball against that Saints defense and that run stopping defense in particular. And I know they got some dudes along that defensive line, but I also know that teams are having success running the ball against that Raiders or that, uh, that Saints defensive line. So I'm thinking that the Raiders are, are licking their chops. And the one caveat I have with that is I know a lot of the times that the Saints have gotten gashed on the ground. They've also had a very mobile quarterback at the position. Derek Carr is not the most mobile guy. So mm-hmm. I don't think that you're going to see any RPOs from him. But still, I mean, the the Raiders (laughs) offensive line that is a young offensive line really just coming together. They like to block downhill. They like to run block. They're doing a really good job with that. They're not that great as pass blockers, but man, they can run block. And Josh Jacobs is getting six or seven yards of carry. If he can do that on Sunday, I mean, it could be a long day for the for the Saints. But again, they've got to have that success. They've got to continue to be able to block and uh, allow those big uglies on the defensive line for the Saints, and they are some good ones, uh, st- stop, you know, not stop the run like, the, like, like they have in the past. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge one. And this New Orleans Saints defense, we used to be able to talk about being in a stretch of 20-plus games of not allowing a 100-yard rusher queue. They almost allowed their third 100-yard rusher of the season this past Thursday, uh, or not this past Thursday, but last Thursday, uh, against the Arizona Cardinals, where third-string running back Eno Benjamin went for 92 yards, averaged 4.7. Uh, on the ground as a team, 7.7 for Eno Benjamin. So uh, not a great situation there for the New Orleans Saints with Josh Jacobs, who has looked outstanding this season. Yeah. I know I have him. Contract year, game. baby. Contract, Contract year. year. It's a beautiful thing. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Uh, but it's been great watching him so far. And, you know, it's I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'll, I'll take the hit on my fantasy team for a week over here. That ain't no problem. Um, you know, you mentioned three names. Yeah. You mentioned three names, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. That goes into my matchup here. I'm going to keep with the uh, New Orleans Saints defense on this one. Okay. Marshawn Lattimore did not participate in the first day of practice this week on Wednesday. 
So far this season, that means that he won't play, right? That's been the track so yeah. far this season for the New Orleans Saints is that no one really has been DNP on Wednesday and then played on Sunday. Now that can change. We'll see. Right. Uh, but as of right now, Marshawn Lattimore not participating in practice. Paul Sadibo, second year corner who's had a little bit of a sophomore slump so far this season. He was questionable uh, going into last week's game, uh, ended up not participating. He was limited in Wednesday's practice. So we'll have to keep an eye out on him. But outside of that, you've got a rookie in Alante Taylor who did fantastic last week, matching up with guys like DeAndre Hopkins, as well as uh, Rondale Moore and a couple of other explosive veteran players. And then you also have uh, Chris Harris Jr., who you'll remember from yeah. the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah, and the Chargers. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Chargers. Yeah. He, he went around the AFC West. Yep. Um, so he's also in the building as well. But outside of that, the Saints don't have another corner really on the roster. So they have to figure out if that ends up being, you know, the two guys that they have who ends up manning the slot. And how do you end up matching up against these guys? Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. And I expect Darren Waller to probably play. It seems that like for the New Orleans Saints, man, when it comes to these pass catchers getting up and, and being ready to play, they're always ready Saints week, let me tell you. Uh, but what's what's kind of the update from your perspective on Darren Waller so far? Well, he was at practice on Wednesday. He practiced in a limited mm -hmm. capacity, uh, which was good to see because he hadn't been out there. He's dealing with a hamstring. Now, the one thing I know, he had a hamstring injury in training camp. Found out on Wednesday the hamstring injury he has right now or he's coming back from right now is the different hamstring, the other hamstring. So uh, that's not good, you know, that just knowing that, okay, now you really kind of have two hamstrings that you've been dealing with. But seeing him out at practice, he looked pretty decent. I tweeted out a video of him running a just an individual route and looked pretty good. doesn't look like he's 100%, but it's a hamstring. So uh, is he going to be 100%? Probably not. But uh, right. I think an 85% Darren Waller is still better than most. So uh, yep. I, I think that he's going to give it a go. We'll see how practice goes the rest of the week and obviously what they say uh, 90 minutes before kickoff when the inactives come out. But uh, I, I do think that there's a good chance he plays. Again, seeing him on practice at practice on Wednesday was mm -hmm. a good sign. As you mentioned, man, those, most of the time when guys practice on Wednesday, that means they play on, on Sunday. If they don't practice yep. on Wednesday, eh, most, most times they're not. More times than not, they don't. So I think that yep. there's a good chance he'll give it a go on Sunday, see what they got. But, um, you know, that, that's going to be interesting. And again, going back to my point about Josh Jacobs, if he can get going early, that might, in my opinion, open up the passing game a lot more because New Orleans might decide that, hey, you know what? We got to try to stop this dude one way, one how. And then all of a sudden you got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and you got potentially Darren Waller. And if not, you got Foster Morrow, who's actually a native, right. uh, went to LSU. He said he's yep. going to have a lot of family in the building, maybe even in a suite, and he might be spending a whole lot of money to have his family there. But uh, I think that that's going to be cool for him to go back home and uh, be able to to play in front of a bunch of family and friends. So uh, he's been doing well as you know as well. So I think that that's a that's a good. Obviously, he's not going to fill the void that Darren Waller would leave if he's not there. Sure, but he's still a good option and, and a nice weapon for uh, Derek Carr. So uh, yeah, that that's definitely a, a matchup to pay attention to. Uh, that that pass catchers in, in Waller, Renfro, and Adams, and, and Morrow, uh, and, and then of course the Saints, they're they're banged up. They're not banged up. It's a lot different. Marshawn Lattimore's out mm -hmm. there. It's a bunch. It's a lot different. But uh, with them being banked up, banged up, it could be something that the Raiders look to capitalize on. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It would be interesting though to see if we get any opportunities to see Tyron Matthew and Foster Moreau match up on one yeah, another. That'd be, that'd be cool. pretty fun. Yeah, be pretty fun. Yep. Uh, coming up next, we're gonna get into some predictions. More so looking at game flow. What does a Raiders win look like? What does a Saints win look like? And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna let you in on a little bit of of, of my thinking here. Uh both of these teams are looking at getting their pass rushes going. Not a lot of separation in between these two. 
So how do they do it and who will be able to do it? That's going to be a big part of uh, at least what my prediction is for uh, the way that this game can go. So we're going to break that down as we continue on and wrap up this crossover Thursday edition of Locked on Raiders and Locked on Saints. And this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Simply Safe, S-I-M-P-L-I, Safe. Make sure you know that as well. Uh, I have a Simply Safe security system here. It comes with a whole bunch of stuff. You get your home dock, but you also get glass break detection. You get hazard sensors for things like fire, water, like floods and things like that, which, you know, makes a lot of sense here in New Orleans. You want to make sure you have True. <laughs> you have that as well as a bunch of other threats to your home. They've also got exterior keypads, exterior cameras, whole bunch of other stuff that you could check out on uh, that you could check up on as well. You can even communicate uh, back to your system if you've got family at home and you're away and you want to say something and, you know, you maybe you got a son and you want to scare him, play a little trick on him. You got those little things that you can do, too, which are always really nice, but also have practical uses uh, beyond just scaring your kids. Uh, but if you want to check it out, they have a ton of different options for you that all come with 24-7 uh, professional monitoring systems, agents that will call you the moment that any type of threat is detected and dispatch first responders uh, and others to make sure that you are taken care of in the case of an emergency, even if you're not home or you can't be reached. So if you're traveling from Las Vegas for the game, a Simply Safe system will help keep your house safe. Customize your perfect system for your home today in just a few minutes over at Simply Safe. Remember, that's S I M P L I, safe.com slash locked on NFL. You'll save 20% off of your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan. And you're also going to get your first month free. Just visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more because there's no safe like Simply Safe. everybody we are wrapping up this crossover thursday edition locked on raiders locked on saints your boy q and ross jackson here to get you everything you need for this raiders and saints matchup so q let's get to our predictions here let's say that the las vegas raiders come to new orleans and get a win what does that look like for the raiders well, I think that it's a heavy dose of Josh Jacobs. I think he continues to do what he does. You know, he's earning that money in that contract year and really being the heart and soul of that Raiders offense. Uh, the offensive line does a really good job run blocking. So I think that that, uh, you know, that that is a, a major key uh, of the game for the Raiders. And I also think that Derek Carr is able to get, you know, get a little loose as well, you know, be able mm -hmm. to uh, take advantage of some of the injuries in the in, in the secondary for the New Orleans Saints and, and kind of get loose and get get on the same page with Devontae Adams and potentially Darren Waller and for sure Hunter Renfro. So uh, I just think that they they have to stay in front of the chains. They can't, you know, get into the, the second and long, third and long scenarios. The problem is early in the season, the Raiders weren't able to use Josh Jacobs a whole lot because they got behind early. Right. So they've yep, got yep, to yep, be yep. able to stay within the game, stay within their game plan going in. They can't have um, a bunch of self-inflicted wounds. You know, they can't have a bunch of dumb penalties, false starts and, you know, just unnecessary stuff. I mean, there's penalties that you're going to get. You can get holding on any play. We get that. But, mm -hmm. you know, false starts and illegal formations and stuff that's going to get you behind the chains and, you know, just really put you in a bad situation. They can't. They can't do that because I don't think that they're good enough right now to be able to overcome that consistently. So uh, that's a lot of it. And then the biggest key really is you can run up and down the ball uh, the field all you want between the 20s is fantastic. 
You've yeah. got to capitalize in the red zone. The Raiders uh, have struggled to get uh, what they need to get in the red zone, which is seven. They've had to get a lot of threes uh, in the in the red zone, and I don't think against the Saints and their offense because they can put up a lot of points, as you very well know. Uh, I don't think that you can uh, exchange field goals for touchdowns and say, okay, hey, we're going to stay in this game by kicking a few field goals. You're going to have to get in the end zone. The good thing is the Raiders last week against the Texans, three for three in the red zone, all touchdowns, three Josh Jacobs runs. That's great. They've got to keep with that rhythm. If they found something, if they all of a sudden are on the same page and they're able to capitalize in the red zone, they can have a really explosive uh, game. And, and you can look at their scores. They, they're scoring, you know, close to 27, 28 points a game. I mean, they're doing a really good job scoring. But again, it's got to be touchdowns. It can't be field goals. They they can't. They just can't do it. So uh, that's really what it's going to be. Get up and down the field. Josh Jacobs, let Derek Carr get in the rhythm with the passing game, but capitalize in the red zone. Seven, not three. Seven, not three. That's got to be what it looks like for the Raiders to leave New Orleans and head to Jacksonville with a W. What about on the flip side for the Saints? If they come away with the victory and improve to three and five on the season, what has to happen for Andy Dalton and crew? First of all, it hurts <laughs> to hear that sentence. Improve to three and five. That's, um, a- <laughs> that's a rough one. But it's the truth. And it's why I think the New Orleans Saints need to get a win this week because if they fall to two and six, it falls out. So in order for them to do that, Q, I think, I think three things. One, they have to win the turnover margin. This has been a huge battle for them. Right now, they are dead last in the NFL in turnover margin, minus 10, minus double digits. This is not what we're used to talking about when we talk about the New Orleans Saints. This is a team just a few weeks, few, excuse me, years ago that reset the record for fewest turnovers by any team in a season in the NFL. And then now you're sitting at a minus 10 mm. turnover differential with one interception on the season. So wow. they have to win the turnover differential. And a big part of that is, and the sad part about that is that it goes both ways here. It's not that they're taking the ball away, but they're giving the ball away more. It's that they're giving the ball away and not taking the ball away. So they have mm. to make an improvement on both sides of the football here in terms of doing that. And then whatever you can steal in terms of special teams too, right? right? Or not give up in terms of special teams as well will definitely make a difference. So I think turnover margins, number one. Second thing is getting the pass rush going. The New Orleans Saints have 42 total pressures. That's the third lowest, um, third lowest total in the NFL right now. Not far away <laughs> from the Las Vegas Raiders right. who are sitting at 44. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that the pass rush is another thing that goes both ways. You have to protect Andy Dalton. Good news to the Saints that they're, it looks like they're going to get Andrus Pete back. He was back at practices on Wednesday, limited, but he'll be back there. Ryan Ramchick has looked good. Cesar Ruiz has taken some big steps ahead. Um, Eric McCoy's had a nice season. James Hurst has been up and down. So, you know, you got to protect um, Andy Dalton. And ideally, if you can do it without having to sacrifice, Alvin Kamara as a pass blocker, therefore right. you can get him, you know, involved in the passing game, then all the better. On the flip side, right now, if Max Crosby was a New Orleans Saint, he would have, he would be the leader for the Saints in sacks at six, because the only other player on the Saints team that has six sacks is Demario Davis, a linebacker. Wow. Usually not a good sign. Right. Uh, now, Cam Jordan's not far behind. He's got five sacks on the season. You talk about some of those big uglies up there. There is no, there is no bigger name right. on that defensive line than Cam Jordan. So he's got to show up in this one as well. Um, you have a guy in Marcus Davenport right now who leads the team in pressures and has a half sack. He's got to be able to get to Derek Carr and make the plays happen. So pass rush has to be a big one, both sides limiting it, but also producing on the uh, defensive side. And then number 41, number 41, number 41, number 41. This has to be another one of those Alvin Kamara games. Right. And 
Las Vegas can do what they need to do in terms of stacking the box, loading the box, things like that. If you're able to get Chris Olave and some of in Taysom Hill and some of this passing game involved and in, and in going, Taysom was back with the tight ends on Wednesday instead of working out with the quarterbacks. That's how you kind of knew that Jameis Winston was going to be healthy. So does he get a little bit more involved? Does Juwan Johnson continue to take steps ahead? Does Rashid Shahid, who Q has two games, two touches, two touchdowns on his career yeah. Yeah, so far? Awesome. Not bad, not no, bad. So no, can you get <laughs> can you get him a little bit more involved and then help to keep that Raiders defense stretched laterally? Right. There's some right. Yeah. you know little bit of little bit of you know uh, ailment in that secondary. Yeah. Can you take advantage of that and can you challenge those guys as perimeter tacklers just like you would try to challenge them in the passing game as well? So it's got to be all about Alvin Kamara. So I think if you can get those three things going, the Saints can win. I do think, though, that the Saints can't just win this game. This has to be a statement win for them. This is no disrespect to the Raiders. This yeah. is just about timing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, I think you would say the same thing probably for the Raiders, too, that if you can win this game comfortably, that's a statement within two divisions, the NFC South and the AFC West, that are not what they were cut out or not what we expected them to be at the beginning of the season. So if you're still in that play, you got to win and win big in this game. So I, I see that happening for either one of these teams that ends up getting a W. This yeah, week. no, you're right about that. And that was what the Raiders had to do against Houston, right? They had to get that win and they yep. had to get it convincingly. It couldn't be a walk-off, you know, Daniel Carlson, 50-yard field goal for the win, you know, like they had six times last season. They can't, <laughs> couldn't do that. It had to be a easy, uh, not an easy win, but a convincing win. And they got yep. that, right? So, uh, yeah, that's that's no doubt about it. And the Raiders do have a, a suspect secondary, man. They got a lot of guys banged up, similar to New Orleans. So that means the pass rush is that much more important. Right, the pass rush has to be able to get home. Max Crosby, as you said, he's been fantastic, but who else is going to show up? I've been waiting for someone else to show up. Chandler Jones, anybody? I don't care who it is. Right? I mean, if if they want to put me out there and put a number on my back, fine. Somebody's got to show up. You know, someone else has got to help out with Max Crosby. He's been doing all the work. Someone has got to try to get to the quarterback. And you know, as Josh McDaniel said on Wednesday, man, the Saints have a very uh, explosive offense and have so many different play uh, makers, including Taysom Hill, including Alvin Kamara, including, you know, Chris Olave, who's what leading the team right now. I mean, there's just yep. so much to like about what they have going on. It's going to be a huge challenge for the Raiders defense. That's why it might just come down to being one of those shootout games uh, for the silver and black. And they've had plenty of them. So maybe that ends up being what it is. Whoever has the ball last might just win this one. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a fun one for sure. Q, if they put a number on your back to play on the defensive line, they're putting a number on my back to play wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. So we'll both be out there one way, <laughs> well, one way or another. Your number so I can try to do whatever I can. It's like, look, I'll just take that dude. But you know, <laughs> <Yeah, dude, yeah. laughs> we'll cancel each other out. Y'all go about your business over there. It's really just a 10 on 10 game for y'all. Yeah, we'll y'all cancel just... <laughs> each other out over there. We're just going to go ahead and we're going to talk shop. That's what we're going to do. That's it. Just give us a pair of microphones. We'll right. do the rest here we're from good. the field. <laughs> Q, I appreciate you, everybody. If you are uh, interested in keeping up with what's going on with the Las Vegas Raiders every single Monday through Friday, your boy Q at your boy Q254 on Twitter. And of course, over at the Locked On Raiders podcast, you can keep up there every single Monday through Friday. Locked On Saints at Ross Jackson. Nola bringing you the very same. We appreciate you so much for making Locked On Raiders and Locked On Saints your first listen of the day. Q's going to have more for you on Friday. I'm going to have more for you on Friday to get you all caught up with this. Q, this was a blast, man. I appreciate you so much for taking the time. No doubt, man. It should be a fun game on Sunday. Good luck to the Saints. You know, hopefully everyone comes out of the game healthy, man. That's the most important thing and put on That's a it. hell of a show. So uh, good luck, man. And I'm sure we'll be talking soon.
Absolutely. Y'all, we appreciate you again for making us your first listen. Make sure you go and check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. At your boy Q254 on Twitter, at Ross Jackson, Nola on Twitter, Locked On Readers, Locked On Saints, proud part of Locked On Podcast Network. We back with you because you know how we do how we do here on the network. It's your team every day.